BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Ready? Ready. Warning, this podcast may contain bad language and content that some listeners may find offensive. Although they probably won't find offensive because tea is in sparse supply this week. So luckily, we've got a really big show, considering we've got Paul White on, and maybe this will be the biggest show we've ever done. And I wasn't here. I mean, you're here right now. Would you like to say something to the audience? Nope. Well... Welcome to Seesaw Podcast. With your hosts, T, Cleves and Selena. Every week, bringing some much-needed balance and humour to brighten up what can sometimes be a dark disabled world. Welcome back to Seesaw Podcast, the creamy spicy mayo on the sandwich that is disability. We have This is why we didn't have you. (laughs) (laughs) We have things like that. He added spice to his mayo. Give him that. Yeah. (laughs) What kind of spice was it? No one cares, move on. So this week we have We amazing. We yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry, who? Please and Selena have an amazing guest because I was otherwise indisposed teaching inner city youths how to break dance. I hear you were just very quiet throughout the podcast because you had nothing to say? I hope not because apparently this is the biggest show we've ever done. Definitely yeah. is. So this week we have Paul White. Winnie! <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to go silent now. I'm, I'm leaving again. Here's Paul. On the Sunflower Lanyard. Hello, Paul. Welcome to the Seesaw Podcast. How are you? Good afternoon, guys. I am very well. Thanks so much for inviting me today. So for our listeners who don't know, Paul White is the CEO of the Hidden Disabilities Sunflower Lanyard Programme. If we would just start off, Paul, if you just tell us a little bit about yourself first before we get on to um, all of that. So a little bit about me. I'm 53 years old. I am obviously the CEO of the of the Sunflower. I wasn't always um, working in this in this sphere or in this area. My previous role was um, I ran a printing company for um, a number of years, and I've kind of morphed into the Sunflower role, which uh, maybe we'll maybe maybe get to. Married, got two girls. 
One of my daughter is autistic, which gives me um, a little bit of an insight into how the sunflower has helped people and certainly helped helped Maddie. And that's a kind of about it, really. Or about as um, about as about as interesting or as dull as that is probably the, uh, the way to <laughs> way to describe it. No, that's cool. Um, so yeah, let's get on to the the main bit then about the sunflower lanyard. Tell us how did it all start? Where did it come from? So the sunflower was created in 2016 at Gatwick uh, with Gatwick Airport when Gatwick Airport um, recognised that whilst they could support people with visible disabilities, what about all of the people with non-visible disabilities? So they came to me. I was working for an organisation called Tabbers, um, which was the printing company that, that I just mentioned, and we had the the merchandise contract to provide to Gatwick. And they came to to me or to my organisation and said, "We've got this idea. We want to create, be able to recognise and support um, passengers with non-visible disabilities. Have you got any ideas of how we could do this?" And we kind of went away and we kind of thought about using a symbol and alongside with in discussions with with the airport, and we also involved some um, some other groups, the airport advisory group, uh, for instance. We kind of came up with the sunflower as a symbol that people could wear as a as a discreet sign that they had a hidden disability. And then we would train staff to recognise the meaning of the sunflower. And um, they could then support that person as they're travelling through the airport. And it was hugely successful. It had an instant impact into Gatwick. And naturally, other airports wanted to, to get involved. So the sunflower really grew from, from that point. We first and foremost, we grew across all of the airports across the UK. And then obviously people travelled further afield from the airports, of course, on rail travel or wherever they would go. And now the sunflower is recognised across the globe in over 25,000 um, individual businesses. That's not locations, that's individual businesses. So much more, many more locations. Anywhere from... Um, leisure to travel to retail to government offices to healthcare support the sunflower. I mean, anywhere that people shop, work, um, or visit, the sunflower now has a has a presence. Oh, that's really interesting. And like, I'm actually really curious to know why the sunflower was selected as the symbol. Like people with dementia, the forget me not flowers is like associated with with that. Um, I don't know how long that's been around, but why why the sunflower? Well, we looked for a symbol that was, of course, it was gender neutral. We we looked for a symbol that there wasn't any barriers to, so there was no text around it. We wanted the ability not to have any um, any any words. And for me, the sunflower was always such a strong symbol. It, it suggested to me happiness. It suggested to me positivity. And it also suggested to me strength. And that's really what the sunflower hopes to to, to bring to, to people in society is, um, is is strength, it's confidence, it's it's growth. And that's really why we chose the sun, sunflower as a symbol. That makes sense, definitely. And are there like different types of sunflower lanyard? Obviously you have the main sunflower, but do, can you get ones that mean different things for different hidden disabilities or like how does it all work so the sunflower really is just a a simple tool just to demonstrate you have a non-visible disability so there's there's with the sunflower there's no need to know or ask for a person's specific health condition it's just a simple sign that that person 
as an invisible condition and for the the public or whoever to be able to offer that person the time, care, care or patience. So it's a very, very simple, simple message that, that, that we that we provide. So there are a number of other products that we that we sell, which is we sell um, ID cards. And there's symbols on the back of there that indicate any of the access needs that that person may require. And then we train the businesses to understand what that what that means. But the, the main point of the sunflower really is just that really simple message is 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 it's just to demonstrate you have a non-visible disability. And it just gives people the that cue that that person might need that extra level of level of care so the first time i actually came across this was at gatwick airport strangely enough when i was when i was traveling to jamaica last year and i just went to the counter where they offer airport assistance to people and they gave me this lanyard the sunflower lanyard and then it's it's sort of signposted around the the airport you know people with a sunflower lanyard can be in like the fast track queue and things like that you mentioned as well that it is more recognized outside of other airports is it recognized in terms of things like venues and because you mentioned there as well a card with with the sort of individual requirements on uh, is that like an access card is that is it a similar thing is it the same thing uh, and are they all sort of grouped together and how widely recognized do you think those two things are so the the, the sunflowers i say is recognized at um, 25,000 businesses across across the globe i'm not sure how many it is in the uk but it's as locations, but it's in the tens of thousands of locations in, in, in the UK. And the cards that we provide really were based on the appetite by people to want to demonstrate their specific condition and what their specific access needs access needs are. So there was a real appetite by the Sunflower community to be able to not have just this one symbol, to be able to, to receive the benefit that the Sunflower is was bringing them but also to be able to demonstrate that they have got specific access access needs. So the specific cards we we created, we created those as cards that you can personalise. So you can put your name, you can put your photo on them, you can put your um, your next to kin, you can put your phone number, you can put anybody you want onto it, and then you put these access needs, which we created um, a suite of symbols, which demonstrate, for instance, I might need urgent um, access to the toilets or I might need somewhere to sit down. And then we train the businesses as that, as that visual, visual cue. What we hope that the Sunflower does is it, is it helps to create that conversation. So it really helps to be able to, for people to not have to first and foremost justify themselves within the community, but they've got that ability to demonstrate that there's something going on and they might need a little bit of, of assistance. And then it also, as I say, it starts that communication. So it helps people to communicate, to to, to talk about their disability, to be able to go up to someone and say, can I help you? And then if that person feels comfortable to say, I have this and I would need this kind of access, they can, or they or they don't have to, because the sunflower, the messaging around the sunflower really is, is, is that simple, is around creating a space where people can, can feel safe to be able to disclose they have something going on. They don't have to say exactly what that is, but there's something going on with them and they might need that extra level of support. And how does that training for businesses get rolled out? Do businesses come to you and say, oh, we think, you know, we're falling down in this particular area. We'd really like to have this on board. Or is there like, um, is there marketing campaigns going on to sort of raise awareness for it? There's two ways I should I should say that how the, the sunflower is used within businesses. 
Firstly, it's it's used for client-facing businesses, whether that's for customers or whether that's for passengers, whoever that whoever that would be. So it's really used for these organisations that look at their at their clients, and that's really how when we first created the Sunflower, that's really what, what we had in mind is the ability to be able to support um, its customers. But the way that we didn't really really um, consider how the Sunflower was going to be used was how businesses could use it within their organisation to support their colleagues. They could start to create a culture within their business where people can feel comfortable to disclose they have a hidden disability or a non-visible disability. And then that organisation can then offer those reasonable adjustments that could be made to, get the, to make that person's day better. And also for the business, obviously, to get the best out of their out of their out of their employees. So there really is those two ways that the sunflower really is used within organisations. And how we go about doing that is, as I say, the sunflower is really is used as a stepping stone to becoming a disability confident employer in in a lot of cases, because it's a it's a relatively it's a it's not simple, but it, it's. It's it's an easy in to to how to it, because it's such a recognised symbol, and because it's it's relatively straightforward to provide in the way that we you don't need to know that person's condition you just need to understand that there's something going on. Businesses are able to to to, to latch onto it fairly fairly quickly. So what we do is we provide the organisations with training. We have training videos that we provide to the organisation. We do that both via videos that they can host and provide as part of their um, onboarding when they onboard their new employees. And then we offer webinars to businesses to, um, to um, just to provide that, that simple messaging. For someone that had not heard of it, though, how is it being sort of marketed out to the general community? Because I really like the idea of, of something like the Sunflower becoming like a an internationally, globally recognised symbol, which it is already by the sounds of it, but to the point where you can near enough walk into any business with this lanyard and they'll instantly know about it is there something going on that's sort of raising general awareness for it so we are a um, private organization we're a limited company we don't receive any funding of course from anybody any 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 anywhere so the um any revenue that we that we make is channeled back into the business and we use that to raise the bar of disabilities within um within whatever country we're working in and we use that to raise awareness of the sunflower and the um and the, the people that we that, that we provide the sunflower to um so how do we go about raising awareness well first and foremost we work with businesses so by having businesses support the sunflower and by having businesses get on board with us and advertise they use the sunflower albeit with posters or on their own social media channels that increases awareness in the general general public and it increases awareness across the community that these um, organisations support the Sunflower. I think we have a quarter of a million people on our social media channels. So we've got a huge market. We've got a huge sorry, audience, say market, a huge audience that we talk to, that we continue to post about and we continue to talk about the Sunflower. And then we try and do a lot of things in the community as much as we can. We try and to go to events as we're talking about here about Disability Expo. And we're at um, an event in a couple of weeks weekend's time which is parallel at Windsor Park which is also an inclusive event so we we, we try and get to as many events um, as possible and it's just for us it's just about beating the drum it's just about beating the drum as much as we can making as much noise as we can keeping businesses on board with us as an organization 
hoping that they see the benefit of supporting the sunflower for its disabled customers and its disabled colleagues. And the hope is that continues to keep the, the sunflower um, in the in the forefront of the of the community. On that as well, um, you started the Sunflower Conversations podcast. Again, it's another great way of getting that message out there. How did you decide to start that? The point of the sunflower really is, is to improve everyday lives and experiences for people of non-visible disabilities. That's it. It's simple. That's our simple. That's our goal as an as an organisation. Everything we do comes down comes down to that. And we wanted to um, create a channel where people could talk about their conditions and they could talk about their experiences. And if there's one thing, Eric, that I've I've learned about people's hidden non-visible conditions whatever they may be, is everybody's experience with their condition seems to be completely different to somebody else's. Nobody seems to experience exactly the same um, the same thing. So by having the Sunflower Conversations, it's really given us the ability to really sort of dive into that, into how people experience um, their condition, what barriers they are facing. And it's, it's a great insight for us to be able to um, – to, to hear about all of the the huge number of non-visible conditions there are there are out there and and how the sunflower is helping helping these people so we, we I think we've been running it now for for a couple of years I'm not sure how many episodes that uh, my colleague Chantel has done but we've covered everything from talking to the businesses that provide the sunflower to, as I say to talking to people who um who have the conditions the last one that we put out was on the um, the Berlin Olympics because it's the, the Special Olympics at the moment and the Sunflower has provided Sunflower products and training for free to the Berlin Olympics to support all of the um, all the athletes and all the visitors. So that's a really good, that was a really interesting podcast talking about the athletes and the games. So yeah, so it's a, it's a really, it's a, it's a really interesting avenue for us to receive that, that information from the Sunflower wearers and put that back out to the you mentioned the sunflower was largely created for people with hidden disabilities. I'm registered blind myself, so I had, I had a white cane with me at the time. Uh, and when I went to the access desk at Gatwick, they gave me one regardless. I mean, it was, I think it was fairly obvious what my disability was from the visual aid that I was holding. Do you find that the sunflower is getting a bit mixed in with those that have not a non-hidden disabilities, I suppose? And if that's the case, does that really matter? Should it just be the case that a sunflower even if it starts to become a one fits all you don't you still don't need to ask people about their disabilities it's enough to accept that if they have a sunflower that's enough well one of the points i make about people with visible disabilities is often they may have something else going on alongside their their visible disability so just because you can see that person in your case eric with a white cane or a person in a wheelchair it doesn't mean that there's not something else going on that they may need also need that patient's that patient's for and with the sunflower we we've never asked for any any kind of proof of a person's condition or we've never asked for any kind of proof for a person to obtain sunflower lanyard. And the reason that it, that is, is because the number of people's conditions that um, may not yet be diagnosed, so they may yet be awaiting a diagnosis, or and a diagnosis isn't available. For instance, anxiety, for instance, is a good example of that. And the only benefit that you obtain from wearing a sunflower lanyard is it gives you visibility that you didn't have before, and it gives others the ability to recognize that that person has something going on and to be able to give that person um, his his or her her support 
And maybe if you was wearing a sunflower lanyard, Eric, and you was from you was from from behind, somebody couldn't see your 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 cane, but they could see the sunflower lanyard, and they may know that they might need to give you some extra care and attention should you should should you need it. So the the reason that we created the sunflower was for non-visible disabilities. Before the sunflower, there didn't seem to be um, any kind of avenue for people to be able to demonstrate they had that they had a condition. And our hope is that we've really sort of raised awareness of of non-visible disabilities in in society, that we've really kind of helped to really sort of really talk about disability in in general and the huge number of non-visible disabilities that there there are. So that's really our hope as an organisation, as as I say, is that we've created something that people are comfortable to wear, that people want to wear. It gives people confidence to be able to wear that. And if that means that's worn by someone with a visible disability as well as a non-visible disability, well, so be it. If that gives that person confidence, then great. Do you ever find that people may take advantage of the sunflower lanyard? For example, at the airport, you might take the fast track queue even though they don't have a disability of any kind. Has that ever been a case? Of course, it's a it's a um, it's a concern if that's the, if that's the right word. But the sun, all the sunflower does is bring awareness that you have a non-visible disability. It's up for individual businesses, organisations, whoever they are, if they want to implement a certain element into this, how they support sunflower wearers. In that case, letting them go to the front of the queue in regards to the airport, then that's that's their choice. There's no direction from us on how they provide. What, what they do outside of our general terms, which is offer kindness, care, support um, and understanding. But I genuinely, genuinely believe that the majority of people in this world are kind. I genuinely believe that the majority of the people in this world are, are, are honest. And why would you, and in my, in, in my head, why would you want to wear something just to demonstrate you had a disability when you didn't just to queue jump at, um, at, at an airport? So Have you seen how large the queues are? Yeah, well, it's happening. Of course it has happened. And we have no rule control over that. But as a rule, as an organisation, the feedback that we get from the Sunflower is overwhelmingly positive. It's an overwhelmingly positive experience for people. So I just hope that it is used in the way that it was designed. I think you're absolutely right. I think 99.9% of the people in the world are kind and honest. So I... 100% agree with that. Yeah, definitely. And well, you did touch on Disability Expo, so I will do the plug. <laughs> so Disability Expo is happening from the 6th to the 7th of July. Myself and T will be there with our guide dogs um, doing a couple of panels. And I believe, Paul, you did mention you're going to be there as well with the Hidden Disability Sunflower Programme. What, what will you be doing there? Yes, that's right. We've got a um, we've got a stand um, at Disability Expo, so we will be um, you'll be able to pick up sunflower lanyards, sunflower products at the stand. We will be talking to people about the about what the sunflower sunflower means and the um, and the organisations that support the sunflower and where you'll be recognised. And everything we'll be talking about everything to do with hidden disabilities is what we will is what will be there. So um, we've provided um, free lanyards to the to the venue um at expo 
So again, if you are a person with a hidden disability and you would like to wear a sunflower lanyard, then you'll be able to pick that up at the, the venue for uh, for free. And obviously that's yours to keep. So um, you'll be able to take it home and wear it on the, on the, on the way home, on the train or the bus, wherever you ever go. And you'll be able to wear it in the future whenever you go out and about. Fantastic. Have you got plans for the future? What's the ideal scenario for you and Sunflower? Like, Where would you want it to be? The Sunflower really is becoming a, a global symbol for non-visible disabilities. The global symbol for, well, the symbol for disability in general is uh, a person um, in a wheelchair. And only 7% of um, disabled people use a wheelchair, which leaves 93% of people that really cannot relate to that, to that symbol. So countries across across the globe are really now latching onto the sunflower to use that symbol to raise awareness of the sheer number of non-visible disabilities that there that there are. And it's a symbol that people want seem to want to want to get behind. So since we we launched in 2016, we we now have we now have offices across the globe. We have organizations um, in Europe, in the Netherlands, in Belgium in Ireland and across the Nordics supporting the sunflower. And we've just launched in Germany, in the US and Canada, in Latin America, in Brazil and Chile, in Australia and New Zealand, and in the United Arab Emirates, um, which supports all of the organisations, or sorry, all the countries across the Middle East. So our hope is that anywhere that people travel to, the sunflower will be will be recognised. And that's obviously quite a it's quite an ambition. It's quite an ambitious task to get every country around the globe to to recognise the sunflower. Brazil have just voted in Parliament that the sunflower is going to become the the recognised symbol for disabilities um, across across Brazil, exactly for the reason I mentioned. So that's now been voted in Parliament, and that will now that symbol will be now rolled out across all government owned buildings and organisations across across the whole country. And that really will put the sunflower on the map, if you like, across Latin America and people across Latin America will begin to be able to access the support that the sunflower sunflower brings. So our hope is, is that happens across the globe. As many places as possible um, um, can, will support the sunflower and sunflower wearers will be supporting in as many locations as, as we can. That's, yeah, insanely good. News about Brazil and yeah, I, I absolutely agree. If you've got to have a purpose, I'm really glad you said that. I, I was hoping that was kind of partly going to be your answer, that that was, that was going to be the way. Have you ever thought of having the sunflower as a clothing brand to the point where this symbol is not only something that is people for hidden disabilities, where they just wear the lanyard, but they can wear it as something that they feel cool in, basically? Because a lot of like disability is, it's not sexy, is it? Do you know what I mean? Like if, if someone wore a disabled badge on them, it's it's not great. Is there a plan to get over the fact that a lot of people don't feel comfortable showing off their disability? We've tried to ensure that um, every single sunflower product has a has has a real meaning, as it, it's able to demonstrate that person has a condition in a in in whatever way that is, and there's no confusion in regards to um, businesses and organisations when recognising that product. So when that person comes through the airport or the, the railway station, they can it can be recognised and they can instantly be able to access that care and attention that we that, that we we strive to give. But we we do that in a number of ways. Uh, the lanyard really is the most used product because it's very wearable. You take it on, you take it off, put your clothes on, whatever. But we've got a whole raft of 
product, from pin badges to the wristbands to T-shirts to hoodies to caps to um, dog leads that go over your dog if you've got a support support dog to every single product possible concept that we we have. But they're they're all wearable and they're all products designed to be able to be seen in public so people can recognise what they mean and they can able to access that support. On the other side, we do also provide um, a supporter range. So it's a, it's a range that says you're proud to support the sunflower. So that's for advocates of the sunflower. So within businesses, Eric, when, when we provide the sunflower to businesses, if somebody, once they take the sunflower training, they get either a pin badge that says, I support the sunflower, or a wristband that says, I support the sunflower, or if they're a sunflower wearer, a person with a hidden disability, and they want to wear it, they would get a sunflower product to be able to, to, to wear. So that's really our two ranges of products that we that we provide. And when you travel, when you fly with BA, for instance, hopefully you would see some of the stewardesses be able to wear in the eye support range. And it's all that constant visual cue that really sort of helps to build build awareness of what the sunflower is and able and people are able then to recognise the sunflower in its meaning. Yeah, I suppose when I originally asked the question about sort of fashion and it being a part of a fashion brand, I didn't really consider that that may dilute the message in sure. some way. So, no, no, I, I appreciate why that's come about. How did you pick the colours? Because nowadays, at least, disability is kind of synonymous with the colour purple. But yep. when I went to Gatwick, the sunflower band I had, I think, was green, green and yellow. Said- so it's a, obviously a sunflower was chose itself, right, due to the fact it's a, it's a sunflower. And we just tried to choose something that was bright and vibrant that wouldn't um, impose on people as a colour. It wasn't too busy, so it wouldn't it, it, you wouldn't really find it offensive in any kind of way. We just tried to find something that was vi- bright and vibrant. And we tried to find something that wasn't being used before. Before the sunflower, before we created the sunflower, I Googled it and said, a symbol for hidden disabilities and there wasn't one there just wasn't a symbol there was not there was organizations providing wristbands that said i had a specific condition but there was no symbol that captured that everybody was able to able to wear from from your nan all the way down to your your young your young nephew whether they had a neurological condition all the way through to a, a visual impairment there was no one symbol or product that everybody could wear and there was so, seemed to be so much confusion in regards to the the, the the products that were out there. So our hope, our, our goal was was to was really to just to cut through the white noise, which is to cut through that and create just a simple symbol. Everybody recognised it. Everybody knew what it what it was, but distinct enough in a, in a way that people knew knew what it what it actually meant. And even organisations that don't support haven't taken the sunflower training they know what this means they know what the sunflower sunflower is and even if a business doesn't support the sunflower officially you would hope that someone within that organization would understand what the sunflower meant so when you walked into that shop wherever that would be the hope is you would be you you would be recognized so that was really it it was just this simple message which we just tried to keep it simple that's great i mean to be fair i'm asking you all these sort of vaguely businessy questions because i think it's a genuinely good idea to have an internationally recognized symbol for that i just want to make i don't say like i make sure like i'm the one doing it but it's nice to know that loads of avenues are being explored to make sure this does become a reality because i do think it really could take off yeah no it's great it's great to hear and it and it really has i mean the the appetite 
for the sunflower is is enormous. It's absolutely enormous, both from the the businesses that support it um, to to the community that wants to wear it. Um, and as long as that is the case, we will continue to to push and and provide the sunflower in as many locations as we can. So, if people want to find you, then do you want to let um, everyone know where they can find you, either online and also at Expo? Absolutely. The official plug is um, is come to um, hdsunflower.com is our is our site. I don't know what stand we're at at Expo, but it will be the one with, that's covered in sunflowers. So if you say, if you look for if you look for a sunflower, that's where we'll be. Nice. Thanks very much, Jessica. Thank you so much. No, you're you're very welcome. Thanks for inviting me on, guys. It's been a lot of fun, and I look forward to seeing you at Expo. You were very quiet during that tea, so I think maybe Selena should do the the back in. Okay, and we're back. How did everyone find that when it was what? tealess? Well, you I, were planning not mm. to be here. We don't want to hear you. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Just this. Sorry, that was a bit harsh. Sorry. That was so straight. That was no and that's why I wasn't here for the recording. Okay, T, tell us what we got next week. Next week we have Christopher Wood, so, MBE, yeah. and we're talking all about accessibility in aviation. Another fantastic Disability Expo panelist. So you will be able to meet Chris. You'll be able to meet Paul and myself and Selena. At Disability Expo, we're all doing panels. It's going to be a great old time. Thank you for listening to Seesaw Podcast. Your feedback and comments mean a lot to us. So if you'd like to get in touch, you can do so in the following ways. You can find us on Twitter at Seesaw Pod, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Seesaw Podcast. And you can also join us at seesawpodcast.com. Remember to like, rate, review and share with a friend. This podcast was recorded in front of a blind audience.